twisting, turning. That's a penalty, is it? No, he's still going. Two friends, two minds, and one love for Arsenal Football Club. You are now listening to the Cotton Two Minds Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Cotton Two Minds. I'm your host, E. Marshall, flying solo again, doing my thing. At Guna Rush, Fitz, you know, he's doing great, loving life in Colombia. Things are progressing nicely with him and his lady. Things are going so well that he asked me if he should let his lady see his toes. (laughs) I said, are you, are you out of your mind? You don't want to ruin things now. (laughs) Keep your socks on, fool. (laughs) I mean, come on. You've come way too far to let your toenails ruin this beautiful relationship. Keep your socks on, big fella. You got this. <sighs> anyway, I tease, I joke, but Aguna Rush is having a great time, and I'm happy for him. So anyway, let's get to it. Arsenal, away to Leicester City at the King Power Stadium. Lineups, pretty much the same. I guess they are the same, you know, Laka, ESR without Odegaard, Nuno, 4-4-2, Aubameyang and Laka up top. Uh, Just to, you know, get through it. Arsenal win 2-0, goals by Gabriel, the fifth minute, and Emil Smith roll at the 18th minute. Great first half, jumped on him right away and got the win. Now, let's you know, let's let's dig in here. Let's let's get some questions out there, you know. Let's uh put the pieces to the puzzle together, you know. <laughs> yeah. Woo! I appreciate y'all sticking with me. Flying solo. Here we go. Let's see. Before we get started, let me let me say before the match, I was extremely nervous. Because of the early start. If you've been an Arsenal fan for a long time, you know, Arsenal are notoriously slow starters on these early kickoffs. But hey, today we came out the gates firing on all cylinders, and it was Leicester who got caught slipping. Hell, by the time they knew what what hit them, it was halftime. And let me just say this, oh, oh gosh. You have to give credit to the manager for having a team ready to play. Um, It was going to be, you know, it was supposed to be a very intense game. 
Leicester are a tough side. They play good football and they make it hard on teams. But Arteta had his squad ready to play from the jump. If if you've listened to this podcast for a long time or if you've been near me, (laughs) one of my biggest complaints towards Wenger was the way his teams came out for these early kickoffs. And on Saturday, that wasn't the case for Arsenal. So, tip the hat to the team and the manager. Ooh, look at me. Is he coming around? Anyways. So, we ran a 4-4-2 with Laka and Aubameyang up top. Why does it work? That's what what I want to know from you guys. Here's my take. Abba can get lost waiting for the match to come to him. But Laka comes deep and gets in the shit offensively and defensively. Laka holds the ball up well for a small player and, and can make that outlet pass to Saka or Abba to spring the fast break. Now, you don't get that with Abba. And that's okay. <laughs> you know, you know, they're different players. But the two playing together works great because Laka is willing to do the dirty work. Hell, also in, in, in the build-up play, Arsenal have more control in the midfield because Laka comes back so deep. And this leads to a little more possession. Now, I know... Um, the, the possession stats from yesterday's game are a little lopsided in favor of Leicester City, but I would guess, I think it ended up 65-35 possession for Leicester City, but I would guess that, I mean, the first 30 minutes of the match, we, we, we controlled the game and we had way more possession than uh, Leicester City. It's just a guess because, you know, they don't don't really break it down like that. But that was my eye test. And I think that's due to Laka coming back. You know, he's an extra body in the midfield, an extra person to pass the ball up, ball to. And his hold up play and distribution is great. So I think that's why this 4-4-2 system works with Laka and Aubameyang. Bottom line is this. Laka's a true professional, you know. He's a professional footballer, uh, quality, you, you know, and he's passionate. You know, you watch him when when one of when one of the uh, the te- one of his teammates scores, he, he gets all fired up. I love it. Anyway, anyway, it's a beautiful thing to see, and I'm glad Arteta made this adjustment. Um, I'm glad because you know, with Arteta, you you know, you never know what's going on, and anyway. He made the adjustment, and it seems to be working out. We're scoring more goals. We're creating more chances, and I'm happy. I'm happy. All righty. We're hitting them corners hard. You know, slow down. You know, you almost made me spill this. (laughs) I was going to do a movie line, but I can't. I can't do it. I always laugh. But when Pinky gets out of the car, anyway, Arsenal are hitting them corners hard. Don't look now, but it looks like Arsenal are a bona fide threat from corners. 
Jeez. Even saying that out loud is weird because that's never been our thing. But recently, we're scoring goals and creating chances. And the delivery from Saka and ESR has been tremendous. Plus, Arsenal have size now. We're not a small team. And we're using that size on set pieces. That was on full display with the first goal. It was a great corner from Saka and a great header from Gabriel attacking the ball and finessing it into the back of the net. Tremendous. First goal of the match in the first five minutes of the match away at Leicester is how you want to start off these early kickoffs. So hats off to the players. Um, Hats off to the, the training sessions. Because, you know, that's where corners and set pieces come into play to work on the training ground. And it looks like, hey, it's all maybe starting to come together. Who knows? <laughs> Patience, grasshopper. How'd the kids do? Huh? What about the little kids? How'd they do? Saka looked like he was in the mood early. He looked fit and ready to go. In the first half, he in the first half, you know, he, you know, let me let me just relax. He kind of faded a little bit late, but it was nice to see that spark in his eye. Um, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I can kind of tell. He he looked a little more energized and a little more mobile and up for it. So that was nice to see. And the other guy, Emil Smith Rowe. You can see the confidence rising in him. He's getting settled in nicely. Here's the thing. He's risen to the challenge of competition. In the same manner as Ramsdale did with Leno. You you, you can see that. Look at Smith Rowe's body language compared to Odegaard's when he came on. (laughs) Night and day. Smith Rowe is going for it. Looks confident, dialed in, <laughs> making good decisions, win the pass, make a run, hold the ball. He's doing it all. And when he pounced on that ball in the box to score the second goal, I mean, that's a shot from a confident young player. It's nice to see him and Saka continue to grow. Love to see it. Um, and that's a testament to the... um to the coaching staff on all different levels. I mean, we got two bona fide players that look like they're going to they're gonna grow and, and, can, and be stars in this league. I mean, it don't even get me started on Saka. He may already be one. His national team is depending on him to take the final penalty kick in the final of a game. So, I mean, damn. But yeah, tremendous game from, from both of them, but especially ESR. He, he, you know, confidence is building. Now, here we go. What kind of party was it, dude? I don't know. It was, you know, it was, it was a nice calm party. You know, he was responsible, strong. His positioning was all dialed in. He had his shit together. No loose passes, no bad shots. 
a nice professional performance by Thomas Partey. Beautiful. You know, getting his form right just be- just in time <laughs> for the African Cup of Nations. <laughs> Whew, I don't even want to think about that, but I'm just kidding. Now, nah, but seriously, that's the Partey I signed up for, and he had a great match. Um, he didn't notice a lot of shit from him, but he was there cleaning up messes. He clean, he cleared that ball off the line. He was in the right position. He made some steals, no stupid fouls. Um, and he's uh, for the for the second goal. He's just a beautiful floated ball out to Saka on the right in the space. It was just so nice and soft and just pass it over to him. Saka gets it, finds Laka. Laka gets into the box, tries to put a few moves, loses the ball. Smith, Smith, Rowe, Johnny on the spot, 2-0. So it all started with Partey and he had a great match. Great. That, that, that's that's what you want, you know? You you want to kind of think about, well, how Partey doing when you think about it? You're like, okay, yeah, he was solid. He was good. So a nice, calm Partey. Nice. No drugs, no alcohol. Just a nice, calm Partey. Anyway, anyway. Run, Nuno, run. Run, Nuno, run. <laughs> Nuno runs and runs. Up and down that left flank making himself available here's the thing he's wild but at the same time you can see the quality the confidence the hunger he's committed to the cause you could just see it in his body language that's the type of player you want on your team for reals look he's a diamond you know it's got dirt all on it. He hasn't even got the dirt off in order to be polished. Whereas tyranny, the dirt is off and the polishing has begun. Let me just say this and get it over with. Tyranny, when 100% healthy, is better than Nuno. I'm seeing all, I'm seeing things online comparing the two and that's ridiculous let's just be happy the squad has good cover and left back and leave it alone this isn't even a debate nothing to worry about I'm sure Nuno knows when tyranny's 100% fit tyranny starts but it's gonna be nice to mix in Nuno periodically to give tyranny a rest you know we know he gets hurt a lot, so any opportunity to to throw Nuno out there and maybe give Tyranny a little rest is going to be beneficial, especially when we get back into the top four and we have we have more games to play. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm jumping the gun. <laughs> Let me slow down. Let me slow down. <laughs> Shit. I don't know about you guys, but did you um? Did you notice the team playing it out from the back today? Huh? I did. This has been one of my concerns the last few weeks. 
Arsenal haven't even tried to play it out from the back. But today, we mix it up nicely. We didn't try all the time, but but the times we tried, we had some success. And the squad seemed a little more comfortable, at least trying. It all starts with Ramsdale and his confidence and his ability to play with his feet. The back line seems to feed off that. And I don't, I don't know if you guys notice, but it looks like Gabriel and him are developing some nice chemistry. And most importantly, some damn trust. You know, there was a few there was a few occasions in the first half where you could see Gabriel passing the ball to uh, Ramsdale in some in some tough situations because he knew Ramsdale can handle it. And he did. As far as I'm concerned, they both can be man in the match. They were fantastic. Uh, scratch that. Scratch that last little thing I just said. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ramsdale is man of the match. Ramsdale's distribution with his feet and the great save on Ianacho's shot, tremendous. Nobody's talking about that one, but he got a fingertip on that one. You know, the double save on Madison's set piece out of this world. Uh, one of the best saves I've seen. And hell, he had a couple more saves in the second half. If we really stop and think about the match, it could have been a 2-2 draw without Ramsdale. But here's the thing. Clubs, big clubs, pay a lot of money for a keeper to save them some points. And it looks like we've done the same thing. So hats off to the scouting department. Uh, I, you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. It looks like we may have found our keeper. Uh, he's young, strong, a leader, a motivator, claps up the team. And most importantly, he really acts like he gives a shit. And that's what you want from your keeper, you know? Uh, sorry, Leno. You know, sorry. Now, here we go. Here we go. What do we got? The press. Not all, we don't always press. But when we do, you know, when we did yesterday, it was as a team. I'm noticing the team doesn't do it the majority of the games, and that can be frustrating. As, you know, especially, you know, we've gone up a goal, you know, and we, we tend to get back in our shell, kind of let them have the ball and try to catch them on the counter when, you know, as a supporter, you know, we're winning, we're on the front foot. Why not just stay on the front foot? Continue to press, continue to apply our pressure. So, when we don't do that, it is kind of frustrating. But I always try. I always try to figure out. Try to figure out why, why. And I think Arteta is phasing the press in periodically because maybe the team doesn't have the endurance at this time to press throughout the games. Or maybe we lose our shape when we, when the press gets broke, or it just hasn't been like we just haven't had enough time to really drill it into the team just yet. I don't know how long it took Pep 
to, to get Man City going as far as pressing and playing it out from the back. But I think it was kind of the same thing where, where they, you know, they would pick different times to do it. And, you know, it wasn't always being done. Whereas now you look at Man City and, or Liverpool or any other teams that press, it's, it's, it's constant. It's constant pressure. And so when this squad gets, to, gets there and can press more often throughout a match, it's going to be exciting. You know, it re- I, I really think it will be. Oh, shit. Look at me. Am I trusting the process? <laughs> ah. Anyway, so what did we learn today? We learned to trust the process. <laughs> I saw signs. I saw signs of all Arteta's little philosophies coming to light. You know, the team playing it out from the back a little more, pressing a little more, you know, stronger on set pieces, a keeper that can play with his feet, a little more still, not a lot, but a noticeable amount of still amongst these players. But to me, more than anything, team spirit the players are down for each other you can see that on all the players coaches faces I mean after the game it was a beautiful thing to see will it last man I hope so who knows but I think that's the biggest thing and then you know it starts with players like Ramsdale and Gabriel Partey you know thinking back the past Arsenal teams it's always been a knock it's all you know commentators pundits they always try to make fun of our our teams our our still team spirit you know you just need a leader to step up on the pitch and you know drag the team over the line I think we got a few of those now and you know you you think about all the players he doesn't play or he got rid of or he wasn't getting along with and you start to see why you know you have to have a dressing room full of soldiers everybody has to be on the same page everybody has to be down everybody you know even older guard and leno <laughs> you know you know stop with all the poo but let's you know everybody's got to be down and that's what I'm seeing that's what I'm loving so let's uh let's listen to the manager and uh see what he has to say let me see if I can get this to work will it work baby let's see oh shit Thanks very much, Miguel. Congratulations. You carried on the momentum from recent results. A lot to be cast in that performance today. Yeah, I was really happy um, against the top team. Uh, really hard to come here and, and win. And the way we've done it, uh, the way we played the first half, the way we had to suffer against um, a really dangerous team that's going to create you issues and um, how we managed the game in the last 20 minutes as well. So overall, I'm, I'm really happy. Yeah, good, great management in the second half. But we have to talk about the star turn. 
you're a goalkeeper before half time, I think. A spectacular save. You made a few saves, but that was the pick of the bunch. I just seen the picture, it's incredible. Uh, when I was looking at it, I said, goal once, goal twice, I did save them both. And uh, those moments, those individual actions and performances, uh, they are very necessary when you want to have um, set some momentum and consistency in results, and, and we are getting a lot of them. He's getting praise from some unusual quarters. Peter Schmeichel's just tweeted that it's one of the best saves he's seen in years. When you consider the person in the other goal, is praise indeed. Well, coming from someone like him, uh, he should take it the right way because it's a big compliment. As you said, first half, you're very positive. That's the intensity that you've been trying to get into the side. Yeah, we started the game really well. We created uh, them a lot of issues. We should have scored after one minute. Um, and we carry on playing after one minute. We carry on playing and scored the second one. And then we knew in the second half uh, they were going to change players, the formation as well, and, and they were going to get at us. And there were moments that we didn't manage uh, certain situations well enough, um, some spaces that they wanted to use, and they created issues, credit to them. And then in the last 20, 25 minutes, we modified a few things and, and we got control back in the game. Beautiful. Beautiful. You know? Uh, I'm coming around. I'm coming around slowly but surely. I'm not gonna get, you know, not gonna get on, you know, not gonna go crazy. But maybe I'm starting to see the light. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how he's gonna handle the African Cup of Nations with Obama Yang and Pepe. Well, Pepe, you know, you know, I, I, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, Pepe could go. Maybe he could find some form in the African Cup of Nations, but. It'll be interesting as you know, he's got another little hill to, to to overcome. And man, I mean, at this stage, you know, we we have to keep him. You know, he's he's gaining valuable experience on so many different fronts that if you know, if we were to get rid of him and he he's gonna go on to be a, a great manager because of this experience he's gaining. Um and hey just when you think it's over for him he he gets the he gets the team ready to play and they get results and hats off to him that's all i'm gonna say hats off to him so let me see let's check the schedule oh my gosh you don't know who we play next bro what kind of fan are you ah you know i got shit i gotta do <laughs> you know <laughs> i mean hey some of y'all boy all right, so let's see. We got Wofford Sunday, 8 a.m. And then after that, oh, uh, November 20th. So it looks like there's maybe a little international break coming. Then we got Liverpool. What are they going to do during the African Cup of Nations? You know, no Sané, no Mo Salah. Whoo! This is going to be a very inter interesting year, an interesting title race. And I'm excited to, to be back up there sniffing around. That's all we want is to sniff around and uh, see if we can get a whiff of it. But hats off to the Gunners. Great win against a solid team. Uh, tremendous performance. Um, coaching, having the team ready to play and, and producing. So I couldn't be happier. I want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, at CITM Podcast on Twitter. Cotton Two Minds on Instagram, uh, YouTube. I'm putting video. I'm putting videos out still. You can listen to it, but you're not gonna be able to see my face. Um, I've had some dental work done. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. 
it's just you know it's just me you know who wants to stare at my face for a half hour so just listen to it in the background subscribe give it a like share it remember to go over to itunes uh and review it you know give me some pub get it going you know and shout out to at guna rush you can follow him at guna rush and uh yeah peace out everybody have a safe happy halloween and uh you know stay dialed in you know you know stay dialed in peace Thank you for tuning into Cotton Two Minds. Please head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review. All feedback is much appreciated. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at CITM Podcasts, at Guna Rush, and at E Marshall Comedy. The music of this podcast is brought to you by Statics. If you like what you hear, please head on over to staticsmusic.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Instagram at Statics Music. That's S-T-A-T-X Music. Peace.